ये हो जाएगा Welcome to Weekly the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I'm talking strangely today because I fell on the sidewalk and I uh chipped my tooth and broke my chin. You Not didn't break chin. your chin. That would I be got a gash in my chin. He didn't break his chin. I he had didn't to get stitches. stitches. Um, you aren't talking weird. That's a truly clumsy. I feel like I'm talking weird. Like there's still some sort of strange. You're not. Mm, well, whatever. Point is, you're it's not, fine. You're not. I feel like I sound strange, Lindsay. You don't. You don't. You don't. Shout out to the nice people at City MD, our friend Gab, for her City MD, yes. on call <laughs> advice. <laughs> Dr. Dan, the dentist. Dentist Who Dan. <laughs> it's like so funny to just like, I had just seen Dentist Dan earlier in that like night. Like at the pottery shop or whatever long story short i had to go end up go seeing my friend who is friends with this dentist his name is dan we call him dentist dan i've known him for a while and after i got home and cracked my tooth i called our mutual friend and i was like lauren lauren has always mentioned on this podcast she always loves it when she's mentioned good well Um, mention her but i was like lauren uh do you think dentist dan could maybe do like an emergency thing on my tooth tomorrow and she was like sure let me text him and he was like yeah Call my office. That's the best part is like, I feel like look, a, a good thing about getting older, there's not many, but you, your body is broken more. Like you need yeah. more, you have more issues, but you also know more people to help you, you figure know more those people, things yeah. out. Like Gab. Or you, you know, know someone who Dr. knows someone. Dr. Gab, like- who I went to college with, like I could just text her and be like, Gab, like there's a weird spot. <laughs> like we- there's a weird spot. I texted Dr. Gab as well, and I was like, hey, Gab, here's a disgusting photo of my bleeding chin. Do I need stitches? And she was like, yes, absolutely. Meanwhile, <laughs> I saw it on FaceTime, and I was like, no, it's fine. Wait till tomorrow. Lindsay's on FaceTime like, it's fine. Oh, my God. No, it totally looks fine. Oh, yeah. Text Gab. Text Gab. Text right. Gab. Well, that's text why Gab. I said text Gab. It's like, I don't know, but Gab saw it, and immediately it was like, oh, yeah, you need, a sti- you need stitches. I mean, if people, like, get low amounts of for one stitch two stitches like it must be that it's like doesn't have to be that deep to need a stitch do you know what i mean like just and the guy was like yeah i got a tetanus booster too and my city <laughs> nice. md doctor was like when was your last tetanus booster and i was like september 2009 and he was like wow how do you know that and i was like because it was a month after i moved to new york because <laughs> i sliced my hand on the turnstile like well, in the middle of the like, day that's like welcome to like a new dirty york. A dirty turns. I, I still don't even it's understand how the slice happened. You. Welcome to New York. Welcome to and, New York. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, let's stop talking about this. We have so many calls. It's Who's There, our weekly show that we do on Fridays in which we accept calls from you, our listeners, the hooligans, with questions, comments, concerns, shit talking, whatever, rumors, and then we play them and then address them and then we do it all again the next week. So yeah. let's start with some comments. Here's the first one. Who is Elizabeth Holmes's new fiance. I saw the like pictures that um the Vanity Fair writer dug up of like her and him with all these like really terrifying selfies. And I just wanna know who is this guy? What is his story? Good form Bella Thorne. Technically I'm counting this as a comment because it refers to like a past topic, though it is mm-hmm. a question. A few other people did call about 
Elizabeth Holmes engagement, but I chose this one because it was more of like a who is it so we can tell you versus like the caller just telling you because a lot of people did their own research, which was not very hard to do because a lot of places wrote about her fiance because yeah. you after you watch that documentary, you're like, what is she up to? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, what are you up to? TMZ needs to give us a, a weekly member her because it's like we all remember and we all need to know. Please I'll never give not us- member her. So her <laughs> new fiance is named Billy Evans. He is 27 mm-hmm. years old. She's 35 not a huge deal, just a younger man. Just um, interesting. I feel like I feel like <laughs> like who cares about an age difference, but it does suggest something that she went with someone younger mm-hmm. who might be a little more accepting of her bullshit. Accepting you know? of her A younger bullshit. rich guy also. Shit. A younger really rich guy. She wears his MIT signet ring on a necklace around her neck and the duo <laughs> regularly post stories on Instagram professing their love for each other Vanity Fair reports. Anyways, there's great fo- uh, whoever, Nick Bilton who works at the Vanity, who writes for Vanity Fair got somebody apparently who does follow them to send him some screenshots and so he got some <laughs> photos of them at Burning Man, at the ball game together i will say she looks different to me in these photos do you know what i mean like she looks like finally looks like a normal person she never looked like a normal person right so she's letting her like hair do what it wants to do like she's not she's she's smiling with an unguarded smile it's just a more authentic person there was something about elizabeth holmes like as we knew her and theranos that was like or something I mean, everything about her from that vocal affectation to her hair, to the way she smiled, to the way she stood, it was all this performance. And it finally looks like she's not performing. And part of me is like, yes, girl, like live your truth. But it's also like you're a monster person. So (laughs) like you endangered the lives of so many people and also ruined a lot of lives in the process. Right. Uh, But she's awaiting trial. So uh, that's why they can live happily in their luxury apartment in San Francisco while she does so. Uh, is there any other information? He he is the uh, heir to a hotel fortune. Mm-hmm. Which hotel he, fortune? I'm Evans Hotel Group. Okay. Evans Hotel cool. Group. So apparently now she doesn't need to worry about money. I mean, she didn't need to be worried Great. about money before, and she continues to not need to worry about money. She might Great. go to jail, but, you know, hey. Yeah. Sorry, I just realized... Can you click on this Daily Mail link and scroll down to what I believe is one of the best things they've ever done? And uh, you'll know exactly what I'm referring to. But please click on the Daily Mail link to... I'm in, I'm reading the... Wait, is this... The, oh, my. Is this the slider? Can, can you please explain <gasps> oh, what the slider is? The Daily Mail did... Oh, my God. <laughs> the Daily Mail did an interactive little slider with, like, an image on top, image on the bottom. And the caption is, New Year, New Me. Holmes in 2015 on the left and in August on the right, days before Theranos dissolved. And it's like you slide it and you go from this photo at some... Uh, red carpet event with like a step and repeat and she's in her like a black cocktail dress her hair is like fully flat ironed to a crisp a beautiful Theranos-ish Theranos-like crisp and then you slide it over and she's in a and she's in a boa purple sunglasses the ring on her on her neck it's like a full Burning Man look it's her this Burning Man. Incredible! It's incredible. I mean, the Daily Mail. It's great. Let's move on. I feel like we don't need to know anymore yeah. about this. Yeah. Okay. What is next? Okay. Let's let's go next. Like, what's speaking of Elizabeth? Hi, who weekly? Um, medium time, medium time. Uh, 
I was just listening to the episode about Elizabeth Gilbert, and I had to pause it because, like, um, well, so Elizabeth Gilbert is obviously, like, a who in the real world, but I feel like she's definitely, like, a them in the literary world, not because of Eat, Pray, Love, but because of the other books she's published. But so I was seeing another who in the real world, them in the literary world, and Patchett speak, and she was like, my friend Elizabeth Gilbert has this, like, theory that, like, ideas are like little bats, and they circle around your head, and then they dive inside of your head, and that's how you get ideas. And I just thought that really fit with her brand of, like, eat, pray, loving, uh, eating, praying, loving, whatever. Thanks for normalizing that for me. Crunch, crunch, goodbye. What? What did this person say? Elizabeth Gilbert said that ideas are like little bats that, like, dive into your brain. Bats? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I love her. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, ideas are like bats. Bats? You. Bats? Do they have to be bats? That's it. I just wanted to share that. It was fun. Elizabeth Gilbert could say anything, and I'd be like, wow. Thank you, Elizabeth. I watched the trailer for Eat, Pray, Love just for fun yesterday afternoon. I was like, I missed the trailer. Oh, the trailer I watched is it like, when I was editing. It's delightful. The trailer is just like a movie in and of itself. It it's is. a great... It's a great movie, when, that trailer. When James Franco's folding her underwear and she's like, hee hee. <laughs> and, the, and the woman in the laundromat is like, you are in deep. <laughs> it's truly, it's, an, it's a masterclass in trailer editing because I'm like, I got the whole movie, clearly, act, act one to act three in full. But like, I still want to see everything else. Show me everything else. I want to rewatch Eat, Pray. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm due for a rewatch. I added one of her novels to my Amazon wish list. <gasps> you I was did? Like, Everyone loves her novels. And I'm like, you know what? Everything I've read by her, I like. I'm always like, wow, you're a good writer. So, like, why not? I know. And people say we're, I mean, people never say this, but, like, you think we're mean on this podcast? We're, like, over here, like, propagandizing and then, like, purchasing the material. Like, are you kidding me? We couldn't Please. be mean if we tried. <laughs> <laughs> Who else can we be mean to? Okay, here we go. Um. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. So I'm listening to the last Who's There episode, and I'm listening to your debate about Lauren Cohan and, you know, the very divisive issue of where her birthplace is. And, you know, I think that it's highly possible that Lauren Cohan could have been born in Philadelphia, but live in Cherry Hill afterwards. So... I live in Philadelphia, and Philadelphia and Cherry Hill are separated just by a bridge. So they're super close, and I think it could be totally possible that her family lived in Cherry Hill, and when it was time for her to be born, they drove across the bridge to some good hospital located in Philadelphia. So that's my hypothesis on the situation. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. A lot of people called about this. Thank you so much for educating us. We did not do the research, which was to find out that Cherry Hill and Philadelphia are near each other. I feel like it doesn't matter. Our argument was rhetorical. (laughs) (laughs) That's our response to 90% of all calls. It doesn't matter. Our argument was rhetorical. rhetorical. Have you heard of rhetorical? No, it's good. I'm kidding. It it wasn't. I mean, I just, uh, yeah, that's good to know. I'm sure, like, the debate whether she was born in, now that we're, like, now that we've, like, come out of the episode, it's ridiculous to be, like, we were debating whether... What's her face? Who I forget. Who is it again? Who? Oh, Lauren Cohan, Lauren Cohan. was yeah, born yeah. in Philadelphia or the nearby Cherry Hill. Uh, <laughs> I mean, mostly, mostly I'm just terrible at geography. So 
as Lindsay and I were going on tour over the spring um, and winter, we'd like land in a place and I'd be like, wow, I had no idea that that place was close to this place. And it's like, oh, Milwaukee's on a lake. Oh, like Milwaukee's this close to Chicago. Oh, Detroit's Canada. Like I had no idea. I mean, everywhere in Texas was like making fun of me for not knowing where Oklahoma was. Like, sorry, bitch. Like, I don't know. <laughs> when would I ever have gone there? Come on. And, and when we had to go to Phoenix, we were like, oh, God, we have to go to Phoenix, the dreaded Phoenix excursion. And I was like, Phoenix is Pacific time. <laughs> Phoenix is that far west. <laughs> anyway, our great country. It's it has all these little nuances and idiosyncrasies that, you know, Lindsay and I just aren't up up to speed on. I mean, we'll so. never know Lauren Cohan's true birth story, but you know what? I think I'm okay with leaving that here. She just went. She just went over the bridge, <laughs> over the bridge to Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, speaking of Philadelphia, the the funniest thing I did not see it. Lindsay did, and like she went to the bathroom. So like the thing about one of the three restaurants inside the the casino where we stayed in Phoenix. Oh, I know what you're talking is about. that. Uh, there are no bathrooms in the restaurants. The bathrooms are like in the lobby of the hotel. So you have to leave and go. I mean, they're. No, so again, the bathrooms were in. So we went to this casino, had these hotels in the casino, but there were no bathrooms in the in the restaurants in the casino. There were bathrooms in the casino. So you had to leave the restaurant and go to the bathroom in the casino. Mm-hmm. So Does Lindsay goes out to the bathroom. She comes back from the bathroom after having walked through the casino. And it was, she was like, what's like the Balika song that could possibly be playing in like a casino in the middle of the day? Because we were there for lunch. And I was like, what? And she's like, just guess. It's like an Oscar winning song for a movie. And I was like, uh, my heart will go on. And she's like, no, 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 no. It's about a city. And I was like, oh my God, streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> The worst part is I heard it. So I was like peeing and I heard it in the bathroom and I was like, that's funny. And like thought it was just playing in the bathroom. I was like, that's funny. Like I like I I thought it was funny just because I hadn't heard in a while. But but it wouldn't be weird that they were playing like light FM in the bathroom. So I was like, haha. And then I left and I realized the music had followed me to the casino floor. And I stood there for like five seconds and looked out like into the lights the glowing lights and like heard overhead like na 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 I'm gonna like, I'm gonna edit together like horrible casino noises with I was bruised and bettered I couldn't deal what I felt I was and then I was like oh my I was like whoa shit God. wow deep so much in a window no my own face brother gonna leave wasting I actually might put an ad here, so ad time. I think we've talked about this in the past, but I'm still so obsessed every time we show our IDK her page on our Squarespace site live in front of people they gasp they love it you mm. know how easy it was to add that page to so our website easy. Lindsay. So, i can't even tell you how easy it was to make that page it just like makes me feel like i'm in stem when i'm on there i'm like wow i'm a coder every time i get on squarespace like i don't even have to take a class i can just do this yeah it's incredible squarespace for those of you who don't know helps you create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into a new website showcase your work blog or publish content make a read or a fan site make a detective pikachu countdown make a game called who or them 
I don't know her. It's a great, it's a great service. Squarespace is a great service because it gives you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. It has a powerful e-commerce functionality. If you want to sell some stuff, you can customize everything really, really easily. It has built-in search engine optimization. It has free and secure hosting, and there's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And they have the best customer support. Every time we've had a problem, we just like chat them and they're like, here you go, it's fixed. It encourages folks to make it, make it yourself easily and make it stand out. Like all websites look good on Squarespace. I love our website. And you can check out squarespace.com slash who for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code who, W-H-O, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash who, promo code who. Hi, Who Weekly. Long time, first time. I just found out that Naomi Campbell is dating Liam Payne, and apparently they're going on for a few months. And I think they're both them. I mean, she's definitely a model them, and he is a boy band them. But everyone keeps talking about... um Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson. So in the May-December romance, who is more hooey, Pete or Kate or Naomi and Liam? And I don't have any um, nicknames for either one. I guess it could be Naomi Naomi and um, uh, Beckins, Pete, whatever. Anyway, love your show. Bye-bye. They need names. They need names. So it'd be like Beckinson. Beckinson. Beckinson is pretty pretty good. Beckinson. And then um, uh, Painball. Painball. That's Campaign. Camp. Campaign. 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 <gasps> oh, campaign is fun. Campaign. And, okay, so there's campaign and Beckinson. Uh, Beckinson or campaign. So on the count of three, name which one is more hooey. One, two, three, Beckinson. Yeah. Well, the reason why... <laughs> why is that so funny to me? No, well, the reason why, and this is just literally, you're like, why are they getting more attention or why? It's uh-huh. like, they are way more unlikely. I know that pa- uh, campaign is unlikely too, but I think campaign is only unlikely because of the age difference, while Beckinson is unlikely because of so much more than the age difference. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because also Pete was just in the spotlight, and so he has this kind of tale of attention behind him. I think yeah. once people found out that uh, campaign were dating, they were excited about it, but then got over it pretty quickly, or like were mm-hmm. it kind of just went over. Do you know what I yes. mean? Yes. Yeah, and, it was and just also like, okay, like, cool. You know, it's like let's look at the at the at the older, more prestigious people in each in each relationship. So it's Kate Beckinsale and Naomi, Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell, more famous, definitely, uh, way more than me, um, way more. I would say universally well known than Kate Beckinsale. Just definitely. like like Naomi Campbell's huge. And then let's look at Liam Payne and Pete Davidson. Liam Payne is in one direction. Like Liam Payne, yeah, was sort of hooey because he was part of a boy band, but that boy band was huge. And that boy band, and well, he has, comparing and he has him been to Pete Davidson music. is unfair. Pete, Dav- he's Pete very... Davidson is only famous is is only as famous as he is because of Ariana, and that's right. Right. waning. So right. because even on SNL, he wasn't famous. No. But I, but you know what? But you're you're saying this in the context of comparison. Otherwise, Liam Payne is very hooey. Like he is, yeah, he is. so he is. hooey. Are you? He's kidding? definitely, and he's also like the worst One Direction or two. <laughs> so like, what is their quote? That's like the, a source says. Naomi says the sex is amazing, and it's I like, it. uh, uh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> barf. 
Okay, so but yeah. Beckinson and Campaign. Beckinson is the hooier one. Campaign, which is incredible, <laughs> is themier. But, you know, not by much. Get but down, with But they're both pretty hooey. Let's be real. Let's be real. But Naomi Campbell, I think Naomi Campbell just like takes it. She takes elevates it that. She yes. elevates that yes. relationship. Naomi but Campbell I, is such yeah. a huge, hilarious, weird addition to this that it's like, this is Emmy. This is too notable. Well, it's also just Kate and Pete have this like humor thing in common. Like we both knew that they were funny. So that's why they got together. Liam and Naomi, it's like, what the fuck? Like, I, that's also what's so <laughs> fascinating about this. It almost like she saw him and she was like, Give me that. Like, I would I would like that. Thank you. And then, like, you know. Yeah, like literally window shopping, being like, right. mm-hmm, this one. I'll take this that one. one. <laughs> I'll take you for the spring. <laughs> I'll have you home by June. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, next call. Next call. Hi, Weekly. I had a question. I saw a headline that um, Emma Roberts and Evan Peters broke up, which – Mildly surprised that our couple did break up, actually. But I also saw that Emma's apparently now dating Garrett Hedlund, who he looks familiar and the name sounds familiar, but who is he? Thanks. Good form, Bella Thorne. Not surprising that Emma and Evan broke up. They had issues or yes. stuff. I it's... mean, no, that, I mean, that was they had literally had domestic violence issues. They had a fucked up relationship. They did. So things were weird. So it wasn't that surprise. It wasn't surprising to me that they were broken up. I guess no, more that they got back together so often that yes, I thought, oh well, whatever. So now Emma Roberts, this is Julia Roberts' niece slash star of many things, including American Horror Story and many things, others. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. Great roles, beautiful roles. Great okay. roles, beautiful roles. Check her IMDb. She's now dating Garrett Hedlund, who I would say is most famous in his private life for dating Kirsten Dunst for many years. And yes. then they broke up and she pretty much started dating, what's his face, Landry. Mm-hmm. Um, um, sorry, Fat Damon, as they call him. Jesse Plemons, who's not actually that fat or fat at all uh but they called him that when he was on friday Night lights jesse plemons and kirsten dunst maybe one of our best couples our best I, re- I really think they're so sweet i've told you my story about them right you saw them in santa fe right no i was in a parking lot in austin and i was walking across and they were like in their car getting ready to leave and i just stood there and saw them and was like uh, and then kept walking mm-hmm. but they didn't hit me so it means they're nice not even spicy goss but like very reliable goss that i heard once about garrett headland and Kirsten Dunst is that he's just like a v- incredibly good, decent, nice guy. I think she's but also, really good at finding decent people. But also, do. apparently, he's deeply boring. Just deeply. like kind of a dull guy. And I a feel like that's more reliable, like a friend of a friend, but still. Yeah. Dull, dull, dull. That makes sense. He was He's from Minnesota. He grew up on a cattle ranch. He wanted yeah. to act. He's kind of a hunk. He modeled first. His first big role was Troy, which was a bomb, but he was like a hunk in it. Mm-hmm. And then he was in a few other stuff. But Georgia Rule. He was in Georgia Rule. Wasn't he Lindsay Lohan's? He was in Lindsay, he was Lindsay Lohan's Love Interest. Love Interest. In but he was also in Country Strong. Oh, I was going to say Country Strong, right? Your favorite Fucking movie. Country Strong. And he dated... <laughs> Um, Leighton Meester. Oh. After. And then he was also linked to Taylor Swift, but I actually don't think that's true. I think he just. No, I don't think that was. I think no. like it was just like country no. music, whatever. So he sang in that and I, that kind of won me over towards him. But he's been doing a lot of like 
What has he been done? What has he done since? Like he does. He's done two Netflix movies. He was in Mudbound, which is actually very good, but depressing. Triple Frontier, which I hated. Um, I can't believe you uh, even watched it, but whatever. It sucks. Um, Billy Lynn's Halftime Walk, which I did not see, but I listened to the Blank Check episode about it, and it seems like a complete mess, but I really want to see it. But yeah, he's sort of this like hunky dude who is still trying to figure out his place in this world, you know? I'm looking for. Conservative for Fifty Shades, which actually would have been interesting because I think that that would have been... It would have been better, probably. The actor who... What's his face? Who got it? Jamie is kind Dornan. of in his realm, which is like boring hunk who yeah, like clearly exactly. didn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And actually, Garrett Hedlund, I get mixed up with with the with the anarchy uh, guy. Uh, yes, I was about to say. Uh, what's his name? Um, Charlie... Uh, Charlie Walker. Charlie. Charlie. It's Charlie. Yeah. Well, um, that's Garrett Hedlund. I think he's going to be like, he's just going to like fall into a, he never had the the early career highs of Brad Pitt, but I think it's going to be like, he's definitely, he's not a leading man. He's going to be like a character actor. He's going to be in like things for a long time. He's good. He could be a leading man though. I think it's a little late. I mean, unless he pulls a Ryan know. Reynolds and gets his leading man so. status later in life. But, Charlie um, Hunnam, who actually would have been a perfect Fifty Shades guy, but don't get me started on that. Hi, Hoeikwe. Long time, long time. I'm calling because I'm very confused and would love your help. I, for the past few months, have been noticing headlines about these three people named Tariq Almusa, Christina Anstead, and Aunt Anstead, and I'm probably mispronouncing all of those, but at first I thought they were bachelor people because I don't know any of them, but they just kept popping up on like this weekly and daily mail, and I just don't know who these people are and there's been like a pregnancy and a and a marriage and I think a divorce and I just I don't know why these people are getting so much coverage or who they are so any help would be greatly appreciated because I'd much rather hear you explain it than actually click on the article thanks so much bye I chose this call because I went through this exact thing um quite a few months ago because the Daily Mail covers these two at an extraordinary amount. Uh, and I'm not totally sure why. Is Aunt Anstead British? Yes. Okay. So maybe that's why. So Christina Almusa is an HGTV person. So like Bobby Flip, had to tell uh, me who she flip was. Flipper Flop. Flipper Flop, I believe. Flipper yeah, Flop. Flipper and flop. her ex and her had a show together or have a show together. They still do it. Called Flipper Flop. His name is Tariq, Tariq Almusa. Tariq Almusa. I think Tariq. Ter- whatever. And whatever. they got a divorce. And it was a little bit dramatic because I totally forgot about this. And we might have talked about it. He There was like a very weird, mysterious incident where he was arrested for carrying a gun. Yes. And he like witnesses told cops that they saw him grab a gun from his safe, run out the back door and flee down a hiking trail. Mm-hmm. And then Christina was like running out of the house crying. And I guess the helicopter spotted him and the deputies were like, drop your weapon. And he said he had no intention of hurting himself. He said he wanted to blow off some steam. He only brought the gun for mountain lions and rattlesnakes. Yes. So it turns out he had five guns. And it was just like this random blip of like darkness that I think always made me like kind of be like, ugh, these two, you know? Yeah. And yeah, they're they're still they're still working together, even though they're divorced, you know, they're they're making it work because this is where their check comes from. Yeah. Um, but they did she has a spin-off show coming out soon. 
called um, I forget, but she spun off. She spun off a show, and he spun off. Oh, a show. Christina on the coast. Yeah. She Christine on the moved. coast. Wow, HGTV is really great at naming things. So, but her she big news started... is that she's pregnant with Aunt Elstead's yes, Aunt Anstead's baby. And they both uh, were married before. Uh, they both have uh, kids with their previous marriages. What's funny is um, I remember there was a point where there's a Deck and Aunt, the two famous British like hosts. I thought like Aunt Anstead was that aunt because I was like, how many aunts could there be? Like, there's so many British aunts. Apparently, there are many British people named Aunt, and this one is not that one. This one is this guy who hosted also like a car show, a car show in the BBC. Yeah, Aunt and Deck are like music DJs. Um, I know. I just thought, how could there be more than one aunt? Aunt Anthony is on that show. It's not Top Gear, but it's like it uh, for love of the cars or something for love of cars. For love of cars. Yeah, but remember we were on Michelle Collins's radio I show, know, and, I got, we and got we it wrong. and we said it, and Michelle was like, "Aunt from Aunt and Deck is married to Christina El Musa." She was like, "I had no idea," and then we got it wrong. And we felt like huge idiots. Um, uh, I feel fine about it. <laughs> Can I just read you one really good Daily oh, Mail article course, about please. them? Because they're please, 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 they're please. kind of they're they're his whole history is like wrapped in the Daily Mail, but this is my favorite. Quote, I'm the one nut wonder. Tarek El Musa reveals he has testicle implant due to cancer, dot dot dot, and insists he knew he knew about wife's fling with the contractor. <laughs> oh my god. Incredible. Incredible. Anyways, a darkness, a darkness. Lindsay, what's your favorite part of spring? No coats. No coats. Oh, my God. Same. I love coats whenever I haven't worn one in a while because I love having pockets. Yeah. But, but then once I've been no wearing coats. coats all the time, like, get me out of this coat. Just like what's your flying least flying out of your house. You're just like flying out of your house like spring. <laughs> like just can wear whatever you want. Never be cold. What is your least favorite thing about spring? Honestly, like shaving my <laughs> my legs. <laughs> Go on. Go on. I mean, on. I just like literally don't shave all winter and fall, essentially. There's no reason to. It's kind of just like ridiculous to even try and do that. Yeah. And so I don't do that. And then like when spring and summer comes, depending on how I feel, I'll shave or not shave. But I think for some looks, I want like a shaved leg moment. So I will, I will moment, do yeah. that. But the most annoying part, honestly, about shaving your legs is not like actually the physical act. It's like having the materials, having a nice ring. Razor, right. having enough uh, shaving cream, having all that stuff. And what's really great is that Billy, i.e., Billy with an IE, has oh. that covered for me. Like Eilish. <laughs> Billy, like Eilish. Spelled like Eilish. Introducing Billy, like Eilish, delivering premium <laughs> razors direct to you for half the price of what you find in the store. The other issue with razors is they're like terribly expensive. Yeah. Um, go to mybilly.com and get your starter kit, which includes two razor cartridges, a handle, and a magic magnetic holder for the shower. I for love only holders. $9, you get the four refill blades every one, two, or three months, depending on how much you shave. And each razor includes five American made blades encased in aloe shave soap for the smoothest shave that's gentle and skin. They also have space between each blade to allow shave cream soap and hair to pass on by shipping is free each way you can skip adjust or cancel your subscription anytime like let's say you have too many blades you're like i am not shaving this much or i need to be shaving more they're also an allure best of beauty winner and on nylon's beauty hit list because billy like eilish is the brand that finally got women's razors right I've heard. And to express a little love for Who Weekly, go to mybilly.com slash who. Oh, and for your legs, you know. Get the best razor you will ever own for half the price of razors in the store. Plus free shipping always. Go to mybilly.com slash who, spelled 
M-Y-B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash who, like Eilish. Mm-hmm. That's mybilly.com slash who. Now, these from the Spice Girls just said to Pierce Morgan in an interview that she slept with Jerry Hollowell back in the day. Please discuss. What do we say? What do we think? Yes. I, for, I, for one, am not shocked, but I'm relieved that she said it. I'm not shocked at all. They were always like very fun gay vibes in Spice Girls Girl Power, which I think is fine. And honestly, in 2019, it's like run of the mill. This is not surprising, but I am surprised that she said it because it felt like something that they both agreed to never speak of again in the way that it's been received. Mel B was the one who admitted it, and it was on Piers Morgan's show, right? And Mel C was like, uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) She was there. Uh, Who wasn't there? Jerry was not there. So Mel B had to call Jerry immediately after and be like, hey, listen up. So um, I was just on Piers Morgan, and I told them that we fucked a while ago. You were coming here to be brutally honest. I am being brutally honest. Did you or didn't you with Jerry Halliwell? Well, what do you consider as... Doing it or not. Did you sleep with her? Yeah. We all slept in a bed together. (laughs) But not like that, all of us. Did you sleep with Jerry like that? (laughs) Yes. Really? She's going to hate me for this, cos she's all posh in a country house with her husband. (laughs) I mean, Mel B... Scary Spice and uh, Ginger were the most fun anyway. So whatever, it makes sense. And also, I think with... I mean, this is my this is my hypothesis as a non-famous person. All these famous people, these groups of famous people who live like very difficult lives in that they can't really like meet new people and it's very isolated. It's like, of course they're fucking each other. It's like, of course, you know, two A-listers who were in a movie together are fucking each other. Like, I just assume that you know, Jennifer Lawrence and George Clooney and, like, Rihanna and all these people and, like, all the Ocean's 8 cast, if you said that, like, Sandra Bullock and Rihanna fucked on the set of Ocean's 8, I'd be like, of course they did. Like, I I just assume that all of these people are fucking all the time because what else is there to do? What's funny is that Mel C gave off the most gay vibes because she was sporty spice, so she was, like, the sporty one. Yeah. So it's surprising that it's actually not, she was not involved in this. Maybe she's like, oh, I'm mad. She was like, you left me out of this? Although, I... (laughs) I feel like they probably didn't leave her out. <laughs> Maybe she was just like, "Don't mention me." Yeah, we're we're hearing we're hearing one part of this story. I'm sure there's like plenty other chapters. Let's do Spice Girls ranked who to them um, in 2019. Okay, um, whoiest I think remains. I think Mel C remains whoiest, right? Mm, Mel B, the the all of the the Eddie Murphy stuff the. She's got she's got a lot of tabloid. But she's around more. Like Mel C, like literally, who is she now? (laughs) Yeah, but Mel C had like a hit song after Spice Girls. I know that what like I know it was like one song and who cares? But like Mel B is like truly like a a creature of the tabloids. What about Baby? I feel like Is Baby Whoiest? Not really. Bunton? But the thing is, it's like if this is Didn't tough she host, because like, I the think voice or whatever. Are we? So the thing is, are we? Let's are we start judging at the them on their like whoiness, like to be in the tabloids and to be whoey, or like who are they? Because I feel like they're all the same level of who are they. It's like yeah, yes, if you're, you're not right. a millennial, you don't know who they. You might not know who they are if you're like Gen Gen Z or whatever. But let's just go off of like whoiness in terms of like who's done the most like kind of posh is number one. Posh is number one. Themiest. That's true. 
It's true. The Beckham because stuff, all of her children. The, she married British royalty, essentially. Yes. And she yes. stayed away from kind of the – she didn't really do anything shameless. She started a clothing line that was actually legitimate. Mm-hmm. Right? Then I would say Mel C. You would say Mel C or would you say Jerry? I mean, yeah, oh, would no, you say no, Mel no. C? Wait, wait, I would say Jerry. Jerry, yeah. It's posh, Jerry. Mel so Victoria, C. Jerry, Mel C, then... Baby. Baby, then Mel B is who he is. Yeah. Mel I, B gets so many... He- but it's like, it's weird. This is this is sort of... This distinction that we're making is sort of difficult because like Mel B is, gets more headlines than most of them, but her behavior is just like extremely hooey. So... No, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I think she's like the hooeyest because she, yeah. her, she's just like... And she's the one who's, like, in the tabloids being like, I fucked Jerry. And also, like, her, like, fucked up marriage is always in the tabloids. Right. Like, like she's gone through a lot of, like, really and sad, traumatic like stuff. Mel B, not Mel B, sorry, Baby Spice, Emma, has, like, done a lot with, like, her post-Spice career that we don't really know a ton about. Like, she actually mm-hmm. is, like, pretty active and does, like, not embarrassing things, maybe. Okay, okay. I mean, prove me wrong. I'm not British, so I don't really, like, see her, but... Like, she's also the godmother to Jerry's daughter. Like, I feel like she's kind of has more of a, I don't know. So the ranking is posh, ginger, sporty, baby, scary. And I only put sporty (laughs) above baby because sporty had more of a legitimate music career after the Spice Girls. And that's the only reason I put sporty over baby. But I feel like sporty and baby are Nobody puts baby in a, nobody puts baby under sporty. No, I think that makes sense. I think that's (laughs) Don't you think? Um. But I think Mel B is the whoiest, and this kind of really proves it. This like this whole thing that just happened, and and Jerry is higher up, and then obviously Posh is like barely wants to be involved in this at all. Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, I just saw uh, Aubrey Plaza at the grocery store, and I'm wondering if she's a who or a them. Um, good form, Bella Thorne. One, two, three, them. them? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, Parks and Rec took her a long way. She kind way. of graduated and like then kind of maintained stasis. Yeah, she's like not doing much, but she's doing just enough to maintain her notoriety. She hosted the Spirit Awards yeah. and like she she's just like, she just got new. She's in a new movie with like Dan Stevens or something or a show. Yeah. I don't know. She's still oh, around. Legion, Legion. She's in Legion. Um, um. Okay. You've, okay. You skipped yeah. Kalani. I couldn't find her. Where is Kalani? Kalani recently. Just the airlines that she had her baby, which has led me to wonder whether Kalani is a who or a them. I feel like I feel like she's a gay them and maybe a general who. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Good one, Bella Thorne. One, two, three. Who? who. Definitely. Definitely. Very who Definitely. Couldn't name one of her songs. Could not name one of her songs. Could maybe pick her out of a lineup, but I would have a little trouble. Like I would she's, have a little trouble. she's like. It, I mean, she's in the realm of, like, other – I would say, like, in the Lizzo realm, but Lizzo, like, shot up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. You know? Yeah. And now with, like, um, Solange having a new album, it's like, you know, she's just going to she, stomp everyone. She's also, she's also one of those people who's, like, very critically well-regarded. Yeah. Like, like, music people really like her and like writing about her. But I don't know that she's, like, a them just broadly. Right. So. Yeah. Um, next up. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, over the weekend, Rob Gunkowski 
the greatest tight end in the NFL history and one of the dumbest men ever to walk the earth retired. And uh, my fiance and I are having an argument. I believe Rob Gronkowski is a them. She says that he is a who. And I, I put this to you to uh, provide a resolution for us. Good form, Bella Thorne. One, two, three, them. them? I yeah, don't know what he is, but I know like a, that name. Right, because he's the dum dum who was like partying on the cruise. Like there was a lot of TMZ Gronk? stuff about him. What do they call him, Gronk? Gronk. Like Gronk. you definitely know. Like the fact that we know his name, even if we don't know his sport, it's football or whatever. But yeah. he he truly is the dumb one of the dumbest dummies that's ever like played a sport. I'm Sam Bobby. Uh, long time, long time. So this will be short. Uh, but I was just talking to my mom about the new Elton John movie. And she said, who's the star of that? I said, Taron Egerton. And she goes, oh, I know him from the Kingsman. So I'm just saying, Taron Egerton, possible them, who knows? Okay, thank you. Good form, Bella Thorne. Um, the song from Box Lux, I'm not going to sing it, but thank you. Goodbye. We, haven't we done this before? Maybe, but let's do it anyway. Okay. One, I, and also, I don't think it's bad to repeat them because sometimes people change. Okay. Yeah. Um. One, two, three, who. who. But we, and we said who last time, I remember, but then we said, like, this Elton John biopic could, like, Rami Malek him into, like, something different. But mm-hmm. Taron Edgerton's a tough name. He looks so basic. He has the most generic But he also, look. like, because he's playing someone else, it's tough. Like, I said this with Rami, and I was maybe proven wrong, because Rami is now, like, kind of them but... Playing someone else is gonna is tough to stand out from because you're like doing an impression. The good thing about this though is that he really doesn't look like Elton John. Like this this biopic is sort of a different. It's more of like a stylized I version hope so, of his because life. Because if we get like, another Bohemian Rhapsody, I won't know what to do. Like the moment we saw Rami Malek with those teeth, we were like, oh. And every every clip I've seen of Rocketman or the trailer that I've seen of Rocketman is like he doesn't look like Elton John, but I, I'm into what he's doing. Like he looks right. like Taron Egerton. Also, there's no kind of feature on Elton John that is so distinctive that you would need to have him look like him. I mean, right? I mean, Freddie Mercury's teeth are like a big part. I I kind of understand why they did that, even though it looked insane. Elton John throw on a feather boa and some glasses, and like pretty much you've got it. You know, like that's a pretty popular Halloween costume for many reasons, but. I also think that that means you have to bring a lot more to it. Like Rami didn't even sing. I think Taryn is singing. Taryn is singing. Yes, he's singing. So they're all like going to be kind of interesting. And that adds so much to it because Rami Malek's lip syncing was a fucking nightmare. And, you know, it's a huge difference. Let's just end it here. Okay. Okay. So thank you so much for calling in. Uh, again, 619-WHO-THEM. Leave your questions, comments, concerns. Uh, who are them questions. Uh, support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And uh, what's the last thing? Rate it and review us on Apple Podcasts. I haven't done that in a while, but it's really good. I love reading your yeah, ratings. You should and rate your, reviews your reviews. Especially if it's you're great. new, like just go do it. Just go give us five stars. Uh, you know, maybe say whether you think Taryn Edgerton is a who or them. Whatever you want. You can literally say whatever you want in the comments. Whatever um, you want. Also, don't forget, we are going to be in Nashville. Nashville, 10 Tennessee. I'm so excited. If you're, I know everyone's like, come to Atlanta, come to like drive up, like come visit us, like come to Nashville. It will be yes. worth your time. We're going to be there on the 31st of May. And then we're going to be there all weekend for the Pod X conference, um, which is like a podcast conference. So maybe you want to stay the weekend and like come, I don't know, come to panels and hang out with podcasters oh and learn some shit. 
you can. Oh my god, stay the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will see you there, hopefully. And until then, we'll see you on Tuesday with another episode of Who Weekly. Bye, have a good weekend. Bye-bye. What's happening to Cat Cora?